0: Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano.
1: Welcome to the All In Podcast Show. Today, I am excited to uh, share a message with you from Ben Golden from IRS Troubleshooters. Welcome to the show, Ben.
0: Well, I really appreciate you having me today. Thank you, Daniel.
1: Um, I'm glad you took time to be here to deal with a uh, you know deal with and talk about a very real problem that you know business owners you know struggle with and people in general. Uh, so I appreciate you being here and taking the time to share that. Tell me a little bit about how you actually got into this, right? Like, what's your background?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, I, I started, um, I got all my pedigree in tax and, and income taxes and accounting and such. I started my business, uh, actually bought a, an accounting firm. And one of my clients at that point uh, had a tax problem. And long story short, the IRS tried to force me The accountant to pay my client's taxes because I was doing his payroll, Mm -hmm. and it was one hundred and seventy-one thousand dollars. And I found a very specific uh, IRM procedure, Internal Revenue Procedure, that um, the agent did not do properly, and I was able to prove to the IRS that their employee abused their power, authority, and discretion. In a for in attempting to force me to pay my client's debt, so mm-hmm. you know they attempted to bully me, and that's sort of my why because I don't want the layperson to get bullied. If they're going to bully a professional, then they're going to bully anyone, and right. so I I just the whole David versus Goliath type right. of scenario. That's you know that that's who I am. I just don't like people to be bullied at all.
1: Right. Yeah, that's, that's good. So you're, you're taking a stand for the, you know, the taxpayer, right. That is being mm-hmm. bullied at some level, right. We definitely know government does abuse power at times, right. <laughs> so and, and it's
0: not that, and it's not that they're being bullied. Uh, it's moved. That's where my passion has come from. It's moved more into a true advocate for the client more than anything else. You know, ultimately I want people to pay their fair share. Mm -hmm. My philosophy on tax is much like a tax court justice said, uh, his philosophy was it is your duty as an American to pay your fair share. However, it does not make you more patriotic to pay more than your fair share. So that's really my philosophy on taxes. I want people to pay their fair share and nothing more. Right. So when we get into an audit, I just want to make sure that the rules apply properly. Sometimes that means the client has to pay. Sometimes that means that they don't have to pay. But I'm I'm not here to get all the clients off. What I'm here to do is advocate for the client and make sure the rules are followed properly.
1: Right. Okay. So let's see. There's all kinds of ways we could take this now, right? <laughs> and I'm just right. thinking. So, yeah.
0: so there's, there's one thing a lot of people say, well you know, there's really two questions when you deal with the IRS. You know, Do I owe the money? So am I being audited? Is the IRS changing my tax return for some reason? Do I owe it? Yes or no. And the other thing is, yeah, I owe it, but I can't afford to pay it. So the the true root question is, do I owe it or can I pay it? Depending on which side of the coin you're on, we look at strategies to either reduce if you owe it or figure out if you owe it. Or can you afford to pay it yes or no? What does that look like? And there's, you know, a dozen uh, proven strategies that that we focus on to help that client figure out, can I afford to pay it yes or no?
1: Right. Okay. So what's the, um, uh, let's see, obviously you you probably have worked with many people over the years now, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: What, What would be some of the common problems that you see? Um,
0: so a lot of people get that f- feared letter from the IRS mm-hmm. and I think life just flows into a tunnel and stops for a minute and then they wake back up and say, oh, there's actually a piece of mail here I need to open. But instead of opening it, they throw it either in the trash or they, uh, you know, file X or, uh, <laughs> you know, they don't even open it. They just, oh, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. What do I do? <laughs> um and you know number 1 face the face the issue whatever it is head on and i think that applies more to than just the irs but open the letter and see what they're saying if you don't know what they're saying there's no place to start in trying to figure out a solution
1: right. so
0: number 1 open your mail right number 2 file your taxes on time. Even if you can't pay it, make sure you file your taxes on time, because there's a lot of extra penalties and things like that, that you can avoid really easily just by filing.
1: Right.
0: And, you know, a, a lot of people say, well, I'm, I'm going to use, and I'm going to name any names, but I'm going to use a, a special software in order to uh, file my taxes and and i think that software had a commercial on the super bowl a couple of years back that said everybody can file their own taxes everybody's a <laughs> tax professional <laughs> had this little jingle i think it was i think it was just absolutely great somebody had filed their taxes with that software and um they kept getting these questions about automobile mileage you know it was a couple of years ago it kept getting these questions so they just filled it in every time it would ask mm-hmm. and and they didn't know where, <laughs> didn't know where it was going ultimately they put the same mileage down for the for one automobile four times on the tax return and got all these deductions that they shouldn't have gotten and well they didn't understand the software and they got in trouble. So I would encourage to use a professional and use somebody that's you know well known go do your research to make sure that you know they are what they say they are they can do what they say they can do that you know they they do have good reviews that they've been in business for uh, some time that they're actually certified and licensed. You know, those are those are big those are big items. You know, um, but do but file your taxes on time every single year.
1: Right. Yeah. Those I mean, are the two
0: I mean, biggest. Those are the two biggest uh, items that will help people.
1: Yeah, I can I can relate to the mail even to this day. Like I when I now it's like the USPS sends you images of the mail by email, right? So you know it's coming, Right. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> and then then i'm waiting for it and i'm anticipating right so then i go get the letter and it's usually something like we've updated your address right <laughs> like, <laughs> well i mean this is this is what i tell people okay Here, here's yeah. the
0: here's the truth daniel um the thicker the envelope is that the irs sends you the worse the problem mhm So if it's one letter, one sheet of paper, I've updated your address. Yeah, you're okay. You're just right there. But if it's like 30 pieces of paper in there with a brochure, and you're like, oh no, there's trouble. There's trouble. That's funny.
1: Yeah, so there's definitely, I mean, it's definitely interesting how we attach fear to that, right? You know, and what goes on for people around that. So, um, so let's uh, you know change things up around you know because I as entrepreneurs I think a lot of times we you know we we lose focus of why we do what we do right and mm-hmm. I know you share a little bit about why you do what you do from the you know the business side of it right to help people and and take a stand for people um, but from a personal side what what are some things you like enjoy you know enjoy doing you know hobby wise I always like to see if there's some congruency you know with entrepreneurs. You
0: know, uh, I absolutely enjoy uh plinking so shooting uh uh-huh. enjoy it um I, I love doing that i work uh a lot i enjoy work so when i'm not doing that it's either you know doing something with the family or uh you know shooting
1: okay that's that's good and so i don't pretty- i don't know how congruent <laughs> Yeah, well, well, we have the shooting. We have the shooting. Yeah, we have the shooting in common. But I don't. I don't like. uh, It's like I don't. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just I don't get to do it as often as I'd like because there's other things that like fishing that are more important to me. (laughs) So. Yeah. So um, I
0: I live in the country, and so we mm -hmm. don't really have a lot of rules against um, going out in your backyard and setting up your own target. You know. Right.
1: That's good. So. So the person that's listening to this, right, uh, you've shared a couple things around what they could be doing, right, to deal with some of the issues that may come up for them, right? What are some Mm -hmm. things that you would do so that someone, I mean, there's obviously no guarantee you could just randomly get audited or randomly get, you know, something that a target on your back, but but like, what are some things that you would recommend people do to protect themselves, right, uh, from a, you know, from problems, right? Obviously, there's hiring the right people and making sure you file on time and all that. Is there anything else that you would recommend? You know, um,
0: I would say wait, wait till filing. A lot of people like to file really, really early. Uh, some people don't get their W-2s out until, you know, February uh, mm-hmm. or, or the 1st of March. Or, you know, you could have worked a, a small job and only worked a couple of weeks and forgot about that job and they send that W-2 out late. Now we've got to amend the tax return and things like that just wait a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. don't be in an extreme hurry to file the taxes. Um, you know, a lot of people from an audit standpoint, there's about a 7% chance that you'll get audited and it's, it's really lower than that. But when the IRS computers look at um, matching income versus your tax return about 18 to 24 months after you file, then you can get an automated letter. And sometimes that people think, oh, well, the IRS is going to look at all of my information. No, it's computers. So, you know, don't feel the need to file right away. Um, Wait until, you know, March 1st of April. It's okay to do an extension as long as you don't have to pay money. Uh, An extension is an extension to file your taxes, not an extension to pay your taxes. So you know, make sure that everything's included. If you did have crypto, if you did have stocks that were sold, if you sold your house, whatever it may be, uh, right. make sure all of those things are included. And you know, I I think as long as you do your best to keep your nose clean, you're fine.
1: Okay. Well, here's the beauty of COVID. You know, it's like I always have to remember I'm blessed to have landscapers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. right. So we're, we're live, right? <laughs> so uh, good stuff. So um, from a uh, perspective of, you know, what, what's the, you know, the drive or vision for you going forward? Like, is there something bigger that you're aspiring to, you know, to do or, or get involved in, or what are some things that you enjoy doing in that, in that realm?
0: Yeah. So last year we were able to create and modify some tax planning items So that I think that we're one of the first uh, people or companies in the nation that helps with a tax plan if you have a problem. So how does tax planning help? Well, I'm trying to find a way that we can take dollars that you already make, save it so you can pay Uncle Sam, and it's ultimately a net zero effect to your current budget. Um, And that's what tax planning will do for a tax problem. Um, I want to help people in that sense, because, you know, from a a business standpoint, the number one expense that you have that there is little return or return that you can put in your pocket is taxes. That's the number one expense that you have where you, you don't really get anything tangible for it, or you don't get anything yourself for it. Um, And I know that, yeah, we all get roads. Yeah, we get the wonderful uh, protection through military. And yes, we have all these wonderful freedoms, but it still is the number one expense where there's no tangible asset that goes along with that expense. So, you know, I am trying to move into how can we be have like a preemptive strike on taxes so you don't get into that tax problem through planning as well.
1: All right. And then um, I'm assuming you have quite a few people working with you.
0: Yeah. So we have attorneys, CPAs, enrolled agents, um, about 20 or so staff members right now. Um, And we have several hundred cases, a couple dozen cases in tax court right now. And, you know, we do audits, we do collection work. I think uh, one client that we have owes four or $5 million in taxes. Um, and then on the other hand, I was able to help somebody the other day that that only owed, you know, $12,000 in taxes. You know, it, it's, it's a whole range.
1: Right. And I
0: like to say that, you know, um, I don't want to take you or take a client and then shove you into my box. Uh, what I want to do is I want to create a custom plan around you. So um, your situation will be strategically placed for your um, strategies that we want to use in order to get you out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that in, in this industry, you can have a cookie cutter Um, experience experience and have great outcomes all the way around. I think it it has to be customized. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't have aspirations to be one of the biggest in the the nation. Uh, I want to be able to focus on clients that, you know, we feel like we can help make um, Mm -hmm. an impact in their life. And, you know, I, I also think that when I help a client there's a mutual there's a mutual feeling because um i want them to have certain qualities in order to work with us Um, because some people are just not ready for a resolution yet some people are not ready to do what it takes to get a resolution what does that mean well i mean we we have to do we have to work with people that are ready to change we have to people that have to work with people that are ready to respond to us timely uh, we have to work with people that are ready to partner with us and make this a priority in their life you know we have four cornerstones that we live by and those cornerstones are internal and external uh, mm-hmm. so we believe in, in change you have to be willing to change we believe in uh, time you have to be willing to take the time to work with us and you have to be willing to understand that the IRS doesn't change things overnight. Right. Um, investment. That doesn't mean money. I mean, you have to make this a priority in your life in order to really truly deal with the issue. Mm-hmm. And last is accountability. You know, you can't get a reward until there's accountability in the situation In my judgment. And accountability means to me, are you okay? Are you going to give me a promise that uh, you're not going to be upset when I hold you to do what you said you would do? Because at the end of the day, most of the people that we deal with, they don't open the mail. They procrastinate because they think it's going to go away. And, you know, we have to understand that you've got to be ready to deal with the issue. And some people just aren't, you know. We have a lot. I mean, I'm going to say that almost all of our clients are just really, really great people that have had a bad situation happen. People are like, Mm -hmm. well, how can you owe $50,000 to the IRS? Well, I mean, here's a scenario. Guy's wife gets cancer. Mm -hmm. She has cancer for two years. His life stops. So now all he's focused on is two things. How can I provide for my family and how can I help save my wife? right? So those are the two things that he focuses on in his life. And then let's say for, unfortunately, she doesn't make it. Now he's dealing with mourning and grieving the loss of a loved one. And so you can easily see how taxes just gets thrown into the background of true life and true, you know, grief and things of that nature. So this is not that person's fault. They walked the walk and now, you know, five years later, they haven't filed tax returns and they owe 60 or 70 or a hundred thousand dollars to the IRS. And and it's, it's not really their fault. Yes, they are going to be responsible for it, but it's really a good person where bad things happen. We're dealing with a pandemic right now where there were so many people that were laid off. There were so many people that lost their jobs and so many people had to move to, you know, um, uh, a remote workplace and they weren't set up. The company wasn't set up for remote. The individual wasn't set up for remote. Now they got to change their family lifestyle. So, you know, it's usually great people that have bad problems that just affect their life. And this is one of the things that they neglected. You know what I
1: mean? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Life happens, right? And uh, people run businesses and people have problems, right? It's just that's just that's part of the, the game. Truth. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, well, uh, any parting words of wisdom as we get ready to close out here? Uh, how do people find out more about you? And
0: Yeah, of course, uh, they can Google us and look us up. Uh, like I said, I think that's really important. IRSTroublesolvers.com. We have several different locations around the nation. Uh, we're headquartered in Alabama. We have a, a location in a brick and mortar location in uh, Chicago as well. And we have another location in Seattle. So, uh, we do help people all around the nation. Uh, so, IRSTroublesolvers.com or 8774 uh, Tax Law. Uh, they can call us there and we can answer their questions and see um, is there something we need to help with? Or, you know, do you just have questions in regards to the IRS and, and things of that nature?
1: Right. Okay. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to be here and the work you do to help people you know, deal with some of the burdens of life. <laughs> and uh, thank you for taking the time today.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. And, um, you know, it's an honor. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.